0: High noon with George Hook.
1: News Talk 106 to
0: 108. Time now for Numbers That Talk. It's the Chief Statistician at the CSO. Uh, Deirdre Cullen, who every week at this time makes sense of the figures that you can find on the website, cso.ie. Deirdre, welcome to the programme. Last time you and I met, you took me around Europe on a cook's tour of where all the Irish go on their holidays, and then where all the foreigners go on their holidays when they come here. Uh, What exciting numbers have you got for me?
1: So one of the whole range of statistics that the CSO produces, George, is numbers on businesses and enterprises and you know, how they contribute to the economy and how many people they employ. And then, of course, we've had the uh, controversy with Apple and other large foreign multinationals being hit, you know, under competitive practices. So the CSO has pulled together all of our various business statistics into a single report called Business in Ireland. And it shows us the contribution to the economy of micro-businesses, small and medium enterprises, the large multinationals, and just a range of numbers in that area, which I thought the listeners yeah, might find no, interesting.
0: The interesting thing about SCS, that small and medium enterprises, small businesses generally, anecdotally it would be my sense that they actually produce all the jobs, that you can have Google or Apple or whatever but, it's a, but, but the vast proportion of people working are in small and medium enterprises.
1: So small and medium enterprises are defined as those that employ people between um, under 250 people.
0: So Newstalk is a small and medium enterprise? It certainly is, yeah. Yeah, And then the large
1: enterprises employ more than 250 people. So in the the SMEs, the employment, uh, they employ 70% of the people in Ireland work for small and medium enterprises. 70%. 70%. Um, But when it comes to uh, gross value added or if you like profits, they only account for 50% because of course the very large businesses account
0: for the, the larger share of the profits. But 70% producing 50% of the profit isn't bad. It's I mean, a- if you would ask me, like, without reference to the figures, I would have thought 70% of the, of the businesses which are small the businesses, the profit would have been less than 50%, yeah, no, no. Do you know? Yeah. Because when you look at major employers then, like you look at the pharma down and Cork and all this kind of stuff, you think, oh, well, that's where all the money is made.
1: That's where all the money is made. Well, let's have a look at the micro um, enterprises because I found them interesting when I was looking at this. What's
0: a micro enterprise?
1: So that's a, a business that employs fewer than 10 people. Okay. So there's 220,000 of them in Ireland. So they account for the vast majority of all our enterprises. They employ 370,000 people and um, Produce a value added of 29 billion, or a quarter of our value added. So, our very, very small businesses are hugely important to our economy. That would be our small shops, but it would also include our people who are self employed or maybe self employed with a few employees.
0: Now, did you say 700,000 were employed in small and medium enterprises? Did you? I did. And you said, I'm wrong figures, 300,000 were employed by niche industry so Am it's right 9
1: 900,000 in the SME sector right. 70% uh, yeah, yeah yeah 900 and, mm. and
0: so really the the bulk of people who work in this country are not working for major uh, intern, for all our talk about foreign direct investment and everything the vast majority of it is is small uh, probably also Irish owned industries.
1: that's right yeah that's, that's where people are working when it comes to so if we look at the large enterprises so they're those that employ more than 250 people there's actually only 500 of them that employ more than 250 people you're kidding me I'm not 500? they employ 400,000 people they're producing a value added of £60 billion. Uh, with a turnover of 200 billion. But then, if we go and we look at the top 50 enterprises, so they're your, your, your very big ones in Ireland, um, they're employing 83,000 people.
0: 50 companies.
1: 50 companies employ 83,000 people, and their value added or con- contribution to the Irish economy is 48 billion or 40%. No. So, a tiny number of companies are contributing yes. a huge amount no, to the economy. True.
0: that's true. Now, it's interesting. 50 companies employ 83,000. So, give or take, they're employing about 1,500 per uh, company, right? Then, when you looked at the 500, it, 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 they, they, they were employing about, a, it, on average, working on average, is about 1,000, right? But it's really interesting that even allowing for an ad, and, and like, you can't draw any political conclusions here, you can only talk about numbers, so I draw the political conclusion. If 50% nevertheless of our value added comes from these small and medium enterprises invariably run perhaps by Irish people, government policy should be to encourage those.
1: Yes, and, and and I suppose it is, and you yeah. know we're always hearing from the small firms association yeah. and issues around the minimum wage, and yeah. you know if you like the the startup costs for business and. Uh, businesses initially. Yeah, but they're talking like from
0: a strong position, you know. They are. The they're numbers. hugely
1: important to they're the Irish economy. And there's, there's a lot more detail behind the few headline figures that I'm giving you on the website and in this report business CSO. in Ireland. Yeah, and it is difficult stuff to kind of, yeah. you know, for the average listener, you know, you're talking about value added and billions and no, that. You know, I have, yeah, sorry, but no. do you know
0: the most interesting thing when I'm talking to you? Deirdre Cullen remembers my guest from CSO. Numbers that talk every week at this time. The, all the figures you quoted, I would have got wrong if you hadn 't told me. Do you know what i mean okay. i wouldn 't have understood thought that small and medium enterprise produce fifty percent of the profits that fifty major companies produce uh, employ eighty three thousand people and so on and I think people listening would be the same as me yeah. that, that this gives a really interesting figure on business in Ireland and how it works, which I think is interesting. Now, you know every week I like to tell you about the good old days. Do you remember that? Well, the first Ford factory outside of America, built by Henry Ford, was in Cork, right?
1: I think, I think you've told me that before, I'm to sure tell you
0: every week because I'm so <laughs> proud of it, right? But down in Cork at that time, you had Fords and you had Dunlops next door to each other. And they probably employed some. And half the city like, was kind of working, you know? Now, the thing is, this is really interesting, I think. What your figures are also showing is... They were not massively dependent on foreign direct investment. or How would you read your numbers? How would you read them?
1: Well, I think the fact that 40% of the value added or, if you like, the profits or the wealth is coming from... such a small number of companies is hugely important. So they are hugely important. So if
0: one goes, they're taking a lot of money with them. They're taking a lot of money with them. And a lot of jobs.
1: So they're generating jobs and they're also contributing a lot of tax to the Irish economy. So they're hugely important to the Irish economy. And I have figures here on the value added per person. So, you know, the small, the medium. Yeah. And I found them very interesting when I was putting them together for this show. So in the micro businesses, it's 66,000 per person.
0: Where are the ten employees or less?
1: Ten employees are less. The small forty four thousand, so less in the small the medium 45,000 so the small and medium about 45,000 per person and then the large 80,000 per person so you would expect that with the large businesses yeah, that yeah. they would you know have higher profits But you per wouldn't person.
0: expect it with the micro though So,
1: And I was looking at it and I had to check back with the statistician who put these numbers together and those figures include the self-employed so what's in those numbers if you think about it are all the high earning consultants, solicitors barristers, accountants and all those very small if you like independent Professionals who, of course,
0: oh, you, know, you count w- doctors as a business, do you? That's right. That's right. Oh, so the I self-employed
1: see. are in this as well. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So that would explain, I imagine, that high the, value. The higher added. value yeah. added per person. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. So, now the the thing. What about location here? Because you always are you wax poetical about your west of the Shannon. Traditionally, the west has been seen as Poorer part of Ireland, and initially, when the IDA was founded, you only got a grant if you went west of the Shannon, trying to push business west of Shannon. Is there still, are we still very Dublin centric? In terms of business,
1: I don't have any geographical spread on these okay. numbers in front of me. I I would just know from previous experience, of course, that you know most of the pharma industry is still in Cork, and yeah. um, some of it is in South Tipperary. Of course, Dell were in Galway for a long time, and um, you know other of the kind of pharma medical kind of companies are in the west. And then, of course, as we become more and more and more a services economy and IT related economy. That's more and more concentrated in Dublin, and of course we have the whole Silicon Docks phenomenon now, and you can only imagine that that will continue. And then, of course, the whole financial services. Tell me about isn't. The
0: Silicon Docks. This is what's this?
1: I guess this is the area around the Grand Canal Basin where and they're where, trying
0: to make it into Silicon. Oh, Valley I don't or? think
1: they're trying. I think it is George. It's it's just a hope for for if you like IT companies and that whole yeah. kind of side of things, you know.
0: Because I actually broadcast from. The original Silicon Valley, and uh, like it's 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 just a wash with these companies that make a lot of money.
1: So I have other figures here on what we call the births and deaths in enterprises. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. that's how they're described. These are
0: liquidations or receiverships, is it?
1: Yeah, so how many new companies come on stream every year and how many then, if you like, you know, go off stream. And a lot of these figures are pulled from um, administrative data from the revenue commissioners and the company's office and that. So in 2014, there were 16,000 new companies kind of registered, um, but 20,000 died Um, But I can tell you that of the 13,800 births, if I can use that expression, that people know what it means, in 2013, 85% were still there a year later. And of the 15,000 new companies that started up in 2012, 78% of them were there a year later. And then if I go forward... To 13, 12, 11, 10, 9. 2009, of the 18,000 new companies, 61% of them are 11,000. It's not bad. We're still there five years later. So, uh, But
0: how many companies? We were looking at 2013. How many companies went bust?
1: I don't have the deaths in 2013. Well, I guess. Well, it's, watch it's, yeah, no, it's 13,8 minus 11,8, so 2,000, yeah.
0: Two thousand companies. Two thousand went bust. Yeah. Well, you see, the odd thing is, of course, we talk about going bust, but they could be, they could be. For instance, there could be micro companies with one or two employees that have closed down that 's right Do you know yeah, what I mean There might right. not necessarily be a high profile company with major job losses
1: with these numbers, they are you know invariably a lot of very small companies yeah. in there but i mean i think it 's kind of gratifying to see that Absolutely. the vast majority of them are surviving a year, two years, three years so now,
0: when you 're talking about business you, you, you aren 't actually looking at the state employment, are you?
1: No, I don't have the public yeah. sector employment so in here.
0: The that's a totally separate figure. This is, this is commercial enterprises. They, that's
1: right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So this is private businesses. I have st- figures here on um, if you like Irish businesses operating abroad. Oh. And I think when I was talking about Brexit with you, we yeah. talked a bit about that. But Irish businesses abroad are employing 308,000 people. Abroad? With, yes. So they're giving money to foreigners. No, these would be Irish businesses operating abroad. So when I was talking about you mean Brexit. selling
0: abroad now, you mean exporting? No, no, based no. abroad. Based abroad. But should so it almost certainly <coughs> have foreign employees then?
1: They would, but I'm yeah. telling you that in addition to their foreign employees, me. they're I'm, they're employing you know, three hundred and eight
0: thousand. obedient when <laughs> you tell me.
1: But but they're employing three hundred and eight thousand people. No, when you say an
0: Irish company. Right. Presumably this means that they are Irish owned and directed, such as that is. I,
1: I think that will be the definition. So I think when I was talking about Brexit, it was the CRH, the Grafton Group, Paddy Power. All of those businesses are, are operating all over the world and employing hundreds of thousands so of people. So that they
0: would have their sort of corporate uh, head office or thing will be essentially Irish.
1: I I I gather that's that's the yeah, definition of that. Because I mean, that.
0: again, like one of the first ones of these I remember was um, the airport had a company running hospitals, and they used to run hospitals. In it was kind of part of Aer Lingus, I think they used to run hospitals in the Middle East, you know. They they re- developed the expertise, do you know? Yeah, and then also, for instance, we run Ireland, does, Irish companies run a lot of the duty free that's in run airports around the
1: world. I was in the Arinta duty free in Moscow about 20 years ago, yeah, <laughs> yeah, do you know? Yeah. So
0: it's only when, like, I mean, you're bringing the figures in the broad, yeah, but but there are there are stories kind of within them all then.
1: That's right, the stories I mean? behind every number and isn't that why they're so wonderful? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then foreign companies operating in Ireland are employing 316,000 people. So we
0: need them. We need them. And we can't tell them get lost just yet.
1: They're, they're generating 240 billion of turnover so they're hugely important to our economy as I've said so already several times. Is he Henry
0: Ford now that you dismiss every week? Was actually important. Because I drive a the, Ford, George. He was the first fella who took a punt on Ireland.
1: <laughs> That's right. Well, there's, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of a Ford do you drive? A Mondeo.
0: Oh, they're a great car.
1: They're a great car. I get teased that it's a, a cop's car, but I like it. It does the business. No, it
0: does. I haven't driven Ford for long. There was a famous one, you know, Henry. Henry wasn't a nice fella now, Henry Ford. He wasn't a nice fella at all. He hated trade unions. Uh, and he, he hated everybody he wasn't a nice person at all even though he hailed from Cork but he had a car called the Edsel and apparently it is the greatest corporate car disaster in history Henry Ford's Edsel um, ok <laughs> I a Cortina I Cortina Okay, and I, I always st-
1: loved the Capri. That was a beautiful car oh. back in its day.
0: <laughs> Listen, are we going to talk? I had, two, I had two. I never knew
1: I was interested in cars until I until I started driving I, my Mondeo. But I, I love had them two now. Two
0: Capris three laser cabris. one was black but the best one was a flaming yellow i could be seen coming at about 500 paces.
1: i'll have to come back on and do the car the car show again, we'll, that, 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 car <laughs> again. well
0: look happy new year jim thank you uh, may all your figures be big ones it is the cso.ie where you got all the information brought invariably graphically and excitingly to the radio by my guest the senior statistician at the CSO, Deirdre Cullen. Well, it's good to be back, and I hope all of you out there coughing and spluttering uh, bear up. Uh, it will soon get better. My thanks to the team of Alex uh, Russo, Kira Courtney, and the editor, Mark Simpson. Lacoon of Day. I'll be back tomorrow at noon. Thank you for being with me.